Good day, I'm Anne Dolenschek and you're listening to Coffee Conversations about influencer marketing. In this episode, we're in conversation with Danelle Moresh, the Marketing Communications Manager at BestMed Medical Scheme. She has gained significant marketing and communications experience in the engineering, healthcare and financial sectors over the years. One thing she's learned is that these industries are inherently complex. BestMed Medical Scheme is one of the only schemes that showed growth in the tough industry in 2020. And Danelle says this is a testament to the powerful, passionate people behind the brand. Grab a coffee and listen as we discuss the power of using customers as influencers, the importance of treating customers as individuals and not as numbers, and the biggest learnings from running influencer campaigns in the medical aid industry. If you enjoy this podcast, you will also enjoy our fortnightly newsletter that keeps you up to date with influencer news from around the world. Subscribe at the link in the show notes. This podcast series has been made possible through an exclusive sponsorship from SA's number one nano-influencer platform, The Salt. Most brands have a communication line to their existing customers, but not a way to get them to have additional positive brand conversations. The Salt solves the problem by identifying brand fans and getting them to talk more about their positive brand experiences. The Salt have a database of over 140,000 registered brand fans and in-depth information on each to perfectly match your brand to the right influencers. Reach out to them now and see what they can do for you. Good morning, Danelle. Thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. We know you're super busy, so thank you. But before we get into today, please tell us a bit more about yourself and your role as Marketing and Communications Manager at BestMed. Wonderful, and thank you very much for having me on. I'm thrilled to be part of Coffee Conversations. So my name is Danelle Marais, and I've been working at Best Med Medical Scheme for two years as the Marketing and Communications Manager. Um, I'm involved in compiling and executing marketing strategies for internal and external stakeholders through various uh, campaigns. BestMed is 57 years old this year and the largest self-administered medical scheme in the country. So it was a really telling time for the medical aid industry last year where medical aid role players have been both lauded and loathed uh, at the same time, especially in uh, the past year where the perception of the cost versus value conversation was most relevant. And uh, so we're proud to say that Bestman achieved highest ratings, the overall customer service um, index for loyalty, value, quality, and lowest number of complaints, according to Consulta Survey. So this was a, a very interesting year. That's what I've been up to. <laughs> That's absolutely amazing. Congratulations for actually achieving that because like you say, over the last year, everyone's been reevaluating, especially when it came to medical aids, like people were thinking, you know, what am I getting out of this? So congratulations. Thank you very much, Anne. We're very proud of that achievement, yes. <laughs> no, absolutely. So, Danelle, what I'm wondering is that before you actually got first-hand experience with um, influencer marketing on your side, did you have any preconceived ideas of what it was 
Absolutely. So before I was introduced to influencers as an element of marketing, I really believed that influencer marketing existed only on the celebrity endorsement level. But yes, my perception and knowledge of the concept has changed. Via the campaigns we've been doing, I've witnessed that influencer marketing has various levels. And if you strategically match the level of influencer, uh, for example, nano, micro or macro, it is certainly a force in the evolution of value for every brand. I see it as a now as a genuine and trustworthy medium. If it's structured around the real people within the brand having real conversations about actual experiences, and thus our influencers are nano influencers who are best made medical scheme members. I absolutely love that you went from this perception of it is celebrity endorsements to really getting it and understanding where the power actually lies in influencer marketing. So I love that you're an absolute convert now. Yes, it's certainly a powerful tool. So let's just also backtrack. I mean, when you think of medical aids, you don't really think it will gel with influencer marketing. I certainly, when I heard around the office that we're doing some work for Best Med, scratched my head a little bit thinking, how would this actually work in terms of influencer marketing and actually driving real ROI. So I'm sure you and your team were also thinking, yo, this is a bit of a strange route to go. How did you actually come up with that? Or why did you think this would be a good route marketing-wise for Best Med? Good question, Anne. So um, as many brands experienced, lockdown really was an accelerant in the digital marketing world, right? So our one lesson along the way is the importance of not going quiet, especially during a time when health concerns were the topic of the minute. So uh, we thought about it and we needed a, a medium to be more engaging and having real conversations. And the solution was thus suggested by our media buying company at the time, PhD, who put us in touch with the salt and the idea of utilizing influencer campaigns was enthusiastically approved. Um, as a, a mum of two young children and a member of the PTA and the SGB at school and being part of many a WhatsApp group, I have experienced the benefit of the trusted referral method through these smaller communities. And um, I refer to nano influencers as your typical around the bri conversation, but that are held online. So yes, we weren't, uh, we were exactly like the rest of uh, medical aids, but I think that there is an evolution in terms of where to put our money and what will be, uh, prove the most valuable. And we found that part of the, the mix was definitely influencer marketing. So what you've literally just described to me is word of mouth, right? And we know that word of mouth is still the best form of marketing. That still really provides the best ROI because like you said, it's those amazing trusted referrals from people that you know has used a brand or in your case are medical aid members who's who's telling you their real experiences. And now social media has just kind of exploded word of mouth, which um, is absolutely amazing. Yes, yeah, so word of mouth is, uh, it's basically that together with our radio, television, billboard campaigns and the inspiring group of influencers, just ensured that our brand reached a little deeper into certain communities. And uh, it was that trusted space between like-minded people. And that's where, that's what word of mouth is. 
I absolutely love that you also just mentioned that the influencer campaign was part of a bigger marketing campaign. Your out of homes, your print, your radio, your television, whatever that may be. Because I am very much a believer in that. I don't think you should isolate your marketing efforts. As we know in marketing, I think it takes seven touch points for a customer to even consider buying your product or in your case, signing up to your scheme or looking into it a bit deeper. So now you have all these different touch points. I always like to say in the morning when you wake up, I think it's a horrible habit, but we all do it. We're scrolling through our social media. Mm-hmm. There I see, you know, someone talking about best med. Then I'm getting ready um, for breakfast or something and I've got the radio on and I hear the ad there. Then I'm driving to work. I see it on a billboard. Then I'm watching TV tonight and I see the advert. And it just kind of snowballs into this becoming like, this is legit. This is actually something I should probably look into. It's kind of everywhere. Absolutely. I do believe I 100% agree that the, the magic lies in a healthy media mix. And we kept thrashing out how to breathe life into our personally your slogan um, so that it isn't just a slogan. So whilst an advert or a billboard or radio advert are integral parts of the marketing mix, Uh, It felt like a one-sided conversation at times and that we were talking at the audience instead of with them. So the addition of the influencer marketing was uh, made that uh, media mix a healthier one, a more warm and authentic one. Wonderful. No, absolutely. Influencers just kind of give, I always think, kind of a bit of not personality, but kind of humanizes a brand as well and like you say it's more of a, a conversation then it's not like you're speaking at people which is fantastic so basement ran a couple of influencer campaigns over the last year can you maybe give us an overview of the most recent campaign or the most memorable one that you've run over this time well, our most uh, recent one ran between uh, March and May, so for three months. And the um, the details of it was that there were two groups of 30 influencers each, totaling to 60 influencers who each posted three content pieces on their social media platforms. And what was great about it is that we chose people, we were able to profile uh, the potential list of influencers and chose them based on life stages that matched our best med USP. So for example, we have uh, some great maternity benefits and we were able to drill down and, and choose influencers who were experiencing that phase of their lives. And with the The baby boom that happened last year, it was uh, definitely a relatable conversation. No, absolutely. From listening to you speaking but earlier as well, and now I'm assuming that you were using nano influencers in this campaign? For the latest campaign, we opted for nano influencers, whereas our campaigns for 2020 also included micro and macro. So uh, for last year's campaign, our nano influencers outperformed micro and macro, and it just proves that our campaign was built on the right foundation. I read a recent survey by Digiday that reported that nano influencers can get engage up to 8.7% of their uh, following, while the engagement percentage of celebrity influencers, for example, who have more than a million followers is only about 1.7%. That makes complete sense if you actually think about it. 
nano influencers, even your micro influencers are still so accessible because of the size of their followings that they can still go back and reply to comments and actually have that connection with their followers or their audiences. Whereby the guys, the macro guys, who's got a million followers, there's no ways that they can get to every single audience member who's actually commenting or saying anything to them really. So that makes complete sense. Yes, and especially given the fact that you almost treat those conversations as, uh, like I mentioned, a, um, a conversation that you would have around the braai. And it's almost, it's people that you know and that would you you would have to face them at, at one point, you know, have to be face to face and look them in the eye at one point. And the, the referral or that you would give them has to be a trusted one then because, you know, your reputation, your credibility is at stake. So not only is the response rate higher, but your what you say to them and the the level of credibility that you have is also at stake. So um, yes, the response uh, within a smaller circle is definitely, the engagement is definitely higher. That is so true. I actually never really thought about it that way. But when you are a nano or micro influencer, you kind of have a real life relationship with people that you are referring to. So if you telling a pack of lies or you promoting something that you have never tried or you don't actually like, it's going to come back to bite you. That's right. <laughs> so with this campaign that you're talking about, what did you want to achieve with this campaign, with its nano influences? And our campaign benchmarks were quite simple. So lead generation was our primary KPI, but awareness and education were all were secondary objectives. All content was user generated and completely unscripted by BestMed. The influence was just encouraged to draw on their own experiences of BestMed. But it was very important, especially in this environment, that we do provide training. I mean, in the environment of medical aids being quite regulated. And so the training was to make sure that there's clear understanding of the best made benefits and the processes involved. And the industry can be confusing and cluttered. So part of the, the role that our influencers played was just to help demystify and simplify. So even if just a process was explained and, you know, what is a PMB? Um, what does it mean to be on chronic? What is chronic benefits? What is the list of chronic benefits? So there's uh, those conversations were actually by far the most revealing and the most helpful. So yes, lead generation and awareness and education were uh, right up there. And I believe that our influences hit the mark with, with those. Hashtag no filter. That's how this podcast is delivering real down to earth stories told by real people. For an influencer campaign that takes brand conversation to everyday real-life situations, go check out thesalt.co.za. They are the undisputed experts in real influencer marketing. That's fantastic news that in even something like medical aid industry, that nano-influencers can really drive those leads for you. But I think, as you were saying, it's so important to have those training sessions just to clarify what certain things means. And I can only imagine that in your industry, there's so much red tape. So there's really do's and don'ts and phrases that people can't say or post. 
Um, and it's really important to connect with you as a brand as well as from an influencer point of view, especially the nanos. They, they'll do a little bit more just because they were able to connect with you and ask the questions and kind of feel part of the team. So I think that also makes a huge difference when it comes to, to actually seeing what comes out of a campaign, the kind of content that comes out. You are so right, Anne. You know, we had, when we were introduced to the campaign and uh, at the beginning of it, we insisted that we meet with the nano influencers and just get them to engage with us instead of it just being a, like we say, a one-sided conversation and us doing a presentation. We had to do it virtually, but we also asked that every one of the influencers put up, put on their camera and just tell us a little bit more about themselves. And really that moment, it broke the ice a little bit. And as much as they were a member of Best Med, they got to meet the people behind the brand. And we still think of the, our group of influencers as an extension of the Best Med brand, because I think in essence, that's what the campaign is meant to accomplish. Absolutely. And that is like the best mindset as a brand to have, to keep them in your fold communication wise. And it's paid off. I think, like you were saying, your influencers hit the mark and they probably drove really nice leads for you as well. Absolutely. One measure of success was that was our lead generation. And the latest results on our current campaign show that we've achieved 136% of our leads target, even before the end of the campaign. And our cost for lead was significantly lower than the benchmark. So it has definitely made our business hum. I love that. And it all comes back to that horrible word that's been thrown around the last couple of years. But that authenticity of using people who's actually best made members telling their personal stories that's super relatable in a way that really resonates with their followers and their friends and their families. My goal is to replace the word authentic with warm. And I think that it was definitely a warm campaign. And an example of that was through this campaign, we received unsolicited testimonies of lifelong members who started a journey with BestMed as dependents on their parents' medical aid. And when the time came to select a medical scheme of their own, BestMed was a logical choice based on them witnessing their parents' positive experience with the scheme. So that was great because our influences uh, caused a ripple of another circle of uh, influences that was uh, unintentional. So that was fantastic. So firstly, I absolutely love that we want to replace the word authentic with warm. Love that. Because it really does kind of encompass that type of content that those influencers do. And then, se- and then secondly, how amazing that just by telling their own stories sparked like a whole other group of people who weren't even part of the campaign to tell their own stories. Now, for me, that is super successful as well. Absolutely. Yeah. So it was all the boxes ticked plus a few extra ones, <laughs> which were great. We do love that. Then the big question, Danal, is did you run this campaign in-house or did you use a specialist influencer agency to assist you? We do have a diverse in-house marketing team, but for a campaign such as this, especially since influencer marketing was so new to our industry and also in South Africa, especially our on a nano-influencer level, we roped in the specialist skills of a field expert, which was uh, the SALT. Is it beneficial, do you think, to run this through a specialist agency rather than 
a PR agency or digital agency or in-house while you still don't have the skills per se? Well, I must say that uh, part of the benefit of letting a specialist agency run with it, especially uh, right at the beginning, is uh, it, it really made the difference because working with them, apart from their personality, I mean, they've been an absolute joy from providing insight and strategic guidance to really top-notch uh, tools for sourcing the the ideal candidates. So the SALT always provided continual feedback and reporting, and they really put their hearts into these campaigns. So if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't have learned, we wouldn't have a whole bucket uh, load full of uh, learnings. Absolutely, they provided huge value for us. From what I'm hearing as well, you are completely loving influence marketing as part of your marketing mix, which we obviously here at this podcast are big fans of. Mm-hmm. Would you consider running more influencer campaigns on upcoming campaigns from your side? Yes. So we've just finalized our media schedule for the next quarter and we're super excited about it. And influencer marketing is definitely part of Best Med's journey. We are pleased with the results. Um, So it was a unanimous decision within our marketing team to include influencer marketing and through the salt specifically in our planning for the year. So with 43% of consumers relying on word of mouth recommendations from peers when choosing brands, influencer campaigns make a lot of sense as part of a well-rounded marketing strategy. No, absolutely. It's a complete no-brainer, especially if you've already seen favorable results in your previous campaigns. Absolutely. I must say that BestMed experienced consistent membership growth in a stagnant industry. We were one of, I think, if not the only uh, medical aid that grew last year that had a positive growth last year. Yes, it is a collective effort of on various platforms. And we have a team of uh, people back at the ranch who are very committed and very passionate about the brand. But the, I strongly believe that this particular campaign kind of pushed, gave us the edge that we needed. Oh, that's amazing. Congratulations on growing last year, because I know it was very difficult year for most industries. Yes, and I, we empathize uh, with our peers. We are grateful and, and humbled by the results, but it was a, a difficult year. No, absolutely. But I think... What you were saying as well, BestMed being an amazing company inside and out when you look at the kind of work you're doing and your communications. But I know you also love working there, which speaks volumes of the brand itself and the company itself. And when that starts getting translated properly into other forms of marketing, the only way really is up. Yeah, 100% agree with you. So it's, it's having the truth of the brand inside and out reflect and uh, just keeping true to your promise. I think that's what's the most important thing. If we have to keep our eye on one ball, that is it. Just keeping your promises to your your members and potential members. No, absolutely. So, Danelle, you said a bit earlier that you learned a lot or there was a lot of learnings in these last campaigns that you guys run. Is there a couple of learnings you can tell our listeners who's maybe contemplating to do influence marketing for the first time What did they keep in mind? What was your learnings on these campaigns? Thanks, Anne. And, um, you know, while BestMed loves to know how delighted our members are with us, what was most valuable for me, and probably because it was uh, an unexpected win that was made possible by the natural 
and organic interactions. Um, so through the conversations online, we encountered one member who mentioned his less than favorable experience with medical aids. And that was really based on the complexity of the rules and regulations by which medical aid is governed. And uh, we were able to use this valuable platform to offer guidance and a little bit of education, uh, awareness of the processes. And by doing so in a personally yours manner, that is our slogan, we converted these individuals into raving fans as well. So it was just, you know, turning those potential on the fences into raving fans as well. That was um, a very insightful, it was an inspiring moment. And um, furthermore, if one considers that social media outranked both news outlets and actual people they knew, like friends and family, when it comes to finding um, information and news they trust, then using the influencer aspect of digital marketing really is an important uh, element so it should definitely be part of the media. Yeah, and in closing, if you think about the fact that if in a number, in a matter of years, every industry will be automated and consumption habits are changing, this campaign was just a reminder for me that our value as humans for and within brands is evidenced by what only humans can provide. That if everything else is automated, what humans provide is um, empathy, and that is invaluable for a brand. You've mentioned quite a few interesting things there. And firstly, I absolutely love that you were saying, you know, everything is getting automated. Tech is kind of invading every part of our lives, which is great. It's there to make life easier at the end of the day. But that human element is still so important, like you say, to give that empathy and also just to form that connection as well. So I think you're absolutely right in there. And then secondly, you said this now, and you said it a little bit earlier as well when we were talking about the training, is that you view your members as individuals and people that you, you know, they're not just numbers. You actually see them as real people who are complex, who need different needs. And I absolutely love that. And especially in the era of where everything's becoming personalized, I think it's so amazing that you as a medical aid has also followed that trend. Thanks, Anne. You know, if you think about uh, if you've been to the if you've been to hospital recently or had an experience where uh, a loved one fell ill, to that person and to their family, that happens only once in a in a lifetime, uh, probably. You know, if it's a, if it's a really major crisis, and uh, we've often found that your claim is processed as a, as a number, and we wanted to get behind the narrative and listen to to the person behind the story and make sure that they're treated as if they are the only member because that's how they're experiencing it. You know, this is a huge event for them and a positive one or a negative one. And um, they really need that care and attention. So we're doing what we can to contribute to a very wholesome experience with our members. Amazing. And it sounds like you guys are succeeding. So fantastic. Thanks, Anne. Yes, with, with campaigns like this, I think that's the winning formula. <laughs> so unfortunately, our chat has come to an end now. Thank you so much for sharing your experience with us and your knowledge and your learnings. But before we go, is there anywhere our listeners can connect with you online to maybe learn more about you and the amazing work that you guys are doing at BestMed? 
Thanks. And yes, listeners can find us on our website, which is bestmed.co.za. Our social page tags are at bestmed medical scheme for Facebook and at bestmed scheme on Instagram and Twitter. And we are also on LinkedIn. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Janelle, again. And I'm sure we'll chat to you again soon. It was great chatting to you, Anne. Thank you for the opportunity. It's a huge pleasure. Goodbye, Janelle. Bye, Anne. This podcast series has been made possible by The Salt, the influencer company that turns influence into affluence. In the same way that information is presented in this podcast in a relatable and authentic way, The Salt gets your customers to tell their real brand stories to their community. Go to thesalt.co.za to learn more about how The Salt can help you grow your business.